to the U.S. Fire Journal Podcast. We offer views and opinions on the fire service around the world with no topic too tough to handle. Visit us at usfirejournal.com for all your fire service information. Now, here's your host, Jay. Good morning and welcome into the podcast. I am Jay. Lots to talk about on our very first edition of the U.S. Fire Journal. As you heard from the intro, you can visit U.S. Fire Journal at usfirejournal.com. There is also a newsletter, which I know, hold your breath, U.S. Fire Journal newsletter. In addition, this is the podcast called U.S. Fire Journal Podcast. There is a pattern, perhaps you're detecting it. Today, going to talk about this being the first episode. Um, a lot of this is going to be telling you what you can expect going forward and have to get this up on, on Apple and Spotify and all your favorite uh, podcast distributors. Uh, thanks again to Apple uh, and everyone else who distributes podcasts because let's face it, uh, they became a very big thing and uh, you know we're taking advantage of it. So you'll be able to go to your favorite podcast distributor and subscribe. You can also go to usfirejournal.com and the podcast will be posted there in a post and somewhere on uh, on a sideboard somewhere. Also, um, you will uh, be able to get a link in the uh, newsletter, which comes out typically on Tuesdays and Fridays, and you'll be able to click there and go directly to a particular podcast. So it's up to you how you want to do it. If you have any issues with the podcast, whatever they may be, send me an email and let me know. Editor at usfirejournal.com. Editor at usfirejournal.com. I'm Jay, and of course, this podcast is all about firefighting in the United States. We'll also reach out and go around the world as well. But uh, the, the podcast, the website, the newsletter, all geared toward the bravest. Um, whether you're in uh, the FDNY uh, or down in uh, a one-station department that's struggling to survive uh, deep in the heart of Dixie, whether or not you're on the West Coast uh, you know, or on the East Coast, it doesn't matter. Wherever you are, we're talking about firefighters and firefighters no matter where they are. Uh, they're doing the same job. It's the same job. They might not be approaching it in the exact same way, but it's the same job. So what can you expect on U.S. Fire Journal and what, what makes this podcast different? Well, I don't know about different, but here's what we're going to be fo- focusing on on U.S. Fire Journal. Uh, part of uh, the focus of this is covering subjects that uh, are intense, that might bring about... Um, you know, some consternation on the parts of people. If you do a podcast, um, and there are many different ways to do podcasts, many different subjects, people do them wonderfully. But in our mind, if we're going to do a podcast, we're going to focus on subjects that don't always get talked about. We're going to focus on investigations. We're going to focus on uh, leadership. But more important, perhaps, than leadership is how to follow. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about 
um, advancing hose lines, sure, making the push, getting down the hallway, whatever your nomenclature is, whatever it says on your T-shirt. But the most important things we're going to do is protect firefighters. Uh, firefighters protect everyone, and uh, we need to protect firefighters. So we're going to approach this a little bit differently. It's not just going to be the five best T-shirts for firefighters, which is fine. I like a T-shirt every now and then. But instead, it's going to be on actually focusing on some topics that are too tough to handle. And uh, we're going to handle them. We're going to do our best, whether we're talking about staffing, whether we're talking about health insurance, whether we're talking about uh, benefits, whether we're talking about leadership or lack thereof. Um, drilling down into the marrow uh, in the skeleton that is the fire service. We're going to drill down into the marrow. There are many different podcasts out there in the fire service that do a great job, and I salute each and every one of them. Ours will be a little bit different, I think, in that our focus is mainly going to be on just protecting firefighters and making sure that firefighters get every opportunity to succeed. And uh, not that others don't try to cover that too, but you know, it's important, I think, to for for people when they feel like they, they need to to get something out, to get their voice heard, I think it's important to provide them with that, to provide them with that, that, uh, that voice that maybe they don't have uh, as a single person or as two or three people or even 20 or 30. Um, this is nothing new for me necessarily. I've been away from sort of engaging in, in, uh, in some of the tougher topics for, for a few years now, but uh, you know, I've I was uh, editor, firefighter, uh, hourly, uh, many other different uh, venting the roof and so on and so forth. But uh, I have written for publication. I've been writing for publication for maybe 30 years now. Um, and I, I think it's important that any firefighter who feels like they want to have a voice, anyone who wants to put their experiences, uh, uh, you know, we used to say to pen and pad, but now you say it to to your iPad or, or tablet or whatever you use, I think it's important that they be given that opportunity. It doesn't mean that everybody's going to be published. That's not the way life works. But it does mean if somebody has a goal to do that, we want to help provide an opportunity. So if you feel like you'd write, like to write something, um, send, me a, send me a note, editor at usfirejournal.com, and uh, we'll talk. We'll see what we can work out. Um, you know, this is, uh, we, we are, we're going to have people, uh, writing for the website. Uh, most of them, we can't identify them with respect to their fire department, but, uh, you know, we, we try to keep that out. We don't want people getting in trouble. And, uh, so we don't identify their fire department. People can't do that anymore, or at least some can't. And it's principally because they're right in many things. And so, you know, fire departments tend to hate that. Um, and so that, that's a bit of a, that's a, that's a whole podcast in and of itself. So yeah, you'll be able to subscribe to the podcast, uh, get the newsletter again, newsletter. It will come out on Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Friday podcast, Tuesday, Friday to start with. Um, don't know if we'll get up to a daily podcast or not. You know, I'd, I'd like to be able to do daily podcasts. The problem with them is that it takes, uh, a boatload of material 
and uh, when you're doing a podcast alone, especially. Now, we'll say this. I am looking for somebody twice a month uh, to join in on the podcast. Um, this would be remote, obviously, um, and I'm, we are going to be interviewing people. But if you want to co-host, send me a note, editor at uh, usfirejournal.com, editor at usfirejournal.com. Um, we do have some interviews lined up. The first interview I'm really looking forward to, I don't want to spoil it, but the person is someone who I respect and I've really wanted to, to talk to them for a long time and, and they've agreed to come on the podcast. I told them I'd like to get the wheels greased first, get the podcast up and running, maybe get 10, 15 episodes down and then, then start with the interviews. But uh, he will certainly be the first person who is interviewed. Also, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but you go from, from site to site or, or reading, and there are always the popular topics, right? Uh, people get into a particular topic, and it seems like it, it shows up on, on numerous uh, you know, blogs, websites, whatever, podcasts. I want to try to avoid that a little bit. Um, we, I, I'm going to try to avoid that. If there's a popular topic, it's not that I'm not going to talk about what's going on right then. Um, for example, we're going to talk a little bit about the collapse in Miami and the response to it very shortly. But I think it's important when everybody's covering something to kind of move a little bit away so that uh, people who maybe feel like they're oversaturated with that, they'll be able to come back and say, yeah, you know, let me go listen to this podcast because they're talking about something a little different. But look, um, I want to get onto the Miami thing simply because it's, it's in the news. We do need to cover it. Uh, but again, keeping the first podcast very short so that we can get it up. And also, again, this will be on your favorite distributor, uh, usfirejournal.com. Go there. Uh, the newsletter will come up on Friday, and uh, I will be giving out uh, ways to subscribe to the newsletter. It's twice a week, very short. Uh, hopefully, it's impactful. Fewer words, but more bang for your buck. Doesn't cost anything. Um, so, yeah. So, let's move on, talk a little bit about what happened in Miami Beach. A building, everybody knows the background, I'm sure, you know, a building collapsed. Um, you have uh, a large number of people who have not yet been accounted for. There are deaths. I'm not going to talk about the deaths each day because they, they creep up a little bit. Um, once we have that final tally, obviously, we'll go more in depth on it. You know, firefighters never know what they're going to be called to. Um, this is not the first building collapse, and it won't be the last. But you can bet that um, Miami-Dade uh, did not expect that uh, they would be responding to that that morning. Still, they have shown exceptional skill, uh, bravery, and you know it's something for it's something hard for any department. And and Miami-Dade is a large department. I believe they have 71 stations, something around that. Um, their neighboring departments have all come in. Um, urban search and rescue teams from as far away as Israel have arrived. It is uh, a heck of an operation, and it has to be taken care of. You, you know, your operations, your logistics, it's just 
a tremendous amount, a tremendous effort is going into to uh, uh, to this search and rescue and, and what will eventually be recovery, obviously. And so I think, especially for younger firefighters who think, ah, gosh, man, nothing happens. It's kind of a curse in a way. You want to do your job, right? You want to go out. You want to respond to calls. That's the way that goes. You want to be able to do your job. At the same time, if somebody told you that you were going to have, you know, a 12-story building collapse and you were going to be there for an extended period of time, most people, most would say, I'm out. Because uh, you simply don't want to do it. There's a lot of death involved, a lot of grief uh, but it's still being able to do your job, and a lot of people don't understand that. But again, urban search and rescue, uh, the response by Miami-Dade and their, their response, uh, other departments in the area, uh, urban search and rescue from all over, in, including Israel, uh, you know, it's still ongoing. But so far, what a response. Um, things are proceeding in the way that they normally proceed. I think we're going to be hearing about this for a very long time, um, especially considering the apparent uh, reports from, from a year, two years ago. This will not go away soon, and this is going to be very painful, uh, both from the grief of people who've lost families and homes, but, but also legal grief, and, and it will be in the news for some time. So uh, do keep in mind all those who are out there uh, who have responded, who are putting themselves in harm's way each and every day, for all of those who have to organize this and uh, probably go home at night or, or go into a hotel room and just collapse. Uh, it's a heck of a thing, and uh, what a great job that's being done by all. That's going to do it for today. We will be back uh, on Friday. Um, for a, another podcast. And uh, until then, that'll be on July 1st. Until then, take care.